0: Okay, so welcome again to, you know, Secrets. Nobody nobody will tell you about being a top advisor. So the first one is, I want you to do a little bit of a uh, life assessment. So we're gonna pull up this life wheel and I wanna know, you know, where are you right now in your life right now? because top advisors are very self-aware. And then we're going to tell you a little bit of what the top advisors are. And We're going to go into three or four secrets of it. So take a moment right now and let me make this screen bigger and rate yourself on a scale of one to 10. Where are you on your career? Family and friends, significant other, fun and recreation, health, Money, personal growth, physical environment and career where are you with those? And just rate like hey you know am I a romance maybe I had a one because no one's there maybe I'm a 10. family and friends, health, recreation, money are you earning the money you want? personal growth are you doing the things you want to be doing? And your environment, are you hanging out with the right people? Oh, and someone to join. Okay. So what does the wheel look like? What's your best area? And and what's the worst area? What's one area you'd like to improve? And, you know, for me, like when I do it, I, I think I'd want to improve my money and my physical environment is pretty good. Like I'm in a part of a good group of people. Uh, you know, my health is pretty okay, but I want it to be better. So mine's not very, um, not very, um, it's not very circular, but I don't know if it'll ever be circular. So I want you to think of when you go out there is how do you, what's the one area you want to improve and focus it for, um, for the next time. makes sense? Okay. So what defines a top advisor? According to the Bureau Bureau of Labor Statistics, the median salary for an advisor is 87,850. However, I think that's a bit skewed. That includes a lot of the bank people. That includes, um, that includes you know, people earning just less than it, but there's also some. as big deeper to it that 10% of the advisors make less than 42,000, and the top 10% of advisors make more than 200k, so 208k, and then about 4% make more than 250,000. So I found these all through through various sources. So, a top advisor I'm going to find Someone makes more than two fifty k. This report was taken from an investment executive in Canada, and it breaks down all the advisors. and And if you look in the middle, you know, across overall, about twenty percent of advisors this year make five hundred k to million. Again, I think this number is a bit skewed because they only interviewed like three hundred people or so. So. You're, you know, I think when you add in everybody, it's a lot less. But you also look at them, they have about 20 years in the industry. So you're, and that's just the average. The average advisor is like 20 years in the industry overall. You know, they have about a book of 130, 40 million. They manage about 240 households. And then, you know, 80% are male, 20% female, but they're 50 years old, it's the average advisor. Again, I think it's a bit skewed and it breaks it down between the banks, the brokerages and, and insurance agencies all from Canadian. I think the US would just be much bigger. Um, and especially if you look at the insurance side, like the insurance agencies, they have almost 500 households compared to like the brokerages have like 200. And then if you look at the banks, like 100% of them make below, 500, below 500K. So, kind of to give you perspective of where everything um, fits in. So, so I hope that helps in terms of what the average advisor and what makes, you know, what makes what what are the top advisors doing with it. So, going into that. You know i think time in the business matters a lot i mean it's a known fact in the industry only 10 percent of advisors are around after five years so what we're gonna do is we're gonna dig into it a little bit more okay so we got secret number one which is the top advisors they have a repeatable process and what does that mean um they have a repeatable process where it's systematic it's methodical and they just know for everything so They've systematized everything, they've SOP'd everything, and they have a process for meetings, prospecting, introductions, and marketing. And by SOP, I mean like they have standard operating procedures for everything. Because if you're hiring someone, you wanna be able to pop them in and have them know what are the procedures that you need to do. So top advisors, the elite advisors, they have a process for everything. They know, what their first meeting looks like, they know what their second, third, fourth, or how many meetings. You know, I remember at my time with, with Edward Jones and one of the top advisors there, he's like, I don't sign any of you up until the third meeting. He's like, the first meeting is just introductory and discovery. The second one was, you know, the solution and the, the financial planning part. And then he said, you know, at that point, like we spend a lot of time now, I want you to come in the office for a little bit, And on the third meeting, and we'll just sign all the the documents. So that was part of his process. Now you can do it all digital. So everything is systematized. And they're prospecting. They know where their people are coming from. They know how many introductions they've got. and, And they have a method for doing it. So they have a repeatable process that it just becomes robotic. And the best part about that is the elite advisors, they now can bring on staff to help go into the system and things can keep the train rolling. Like think of McDonald's. They have a repeatable process for everything, for how you make the hamburger, for how the French fries are cooked, for how everything and how many minutes. It's the same with your business. Secret number two, we're looking at is they have like a triple plus client service. And I'm talking about they pay attention to the little details of their clients. To make them really feel special, they're calling their clients before them. They go above and beyond. You know, they they know their clients' birthdays before they do. They know their clients. You know, when they're graduating from. what Really, bring an A triple plus client service model, and this is another thing you have to systematize. And you have to document. Okay. And you cannot give the same client service as your million dollar client, as your like $10,000 client. And I think another thing is like, it's really not hard to be to have extraordinary service. I mean, you go to the bank, you go anywhere, and it's all just pretty average. And I'll give you an example. Like, I was listening to Jeffrey gittimer podcast, and he was looking for two books. Um, and I forget the name of it, but he just put it out recently. And the lady said, oh, we don't have this, but Barnes and Noble across the street has it. Do you want me to go there? I said, "Or oh, we only have it in, uh, in an Audible. And the lady at the desk walked him to the Audible section to find it, walked him to get a paper copy and walked with him to find these different models. That's like exemplary service. Or another great example from my own personal experience is when I stayed at the St. Regis, you know, and I did a LinkedIn post on it. They gave, they paid so much of detail to my kids. They knew it was my my wife's birthday. They, and they even got like, the cake was like a good foot long cake that they brought into the room. And they gave my my daughter's books about things they were interested in. And you know how they knew all this stuff? They just asked. They said, hey, what are you coming to Toronto for? What's the purpose of this day? What do you, tell me about who's staying with you? And boy, did like the look on my kid's face as they did that was like, they'll never forget it. And, and now they want to go back. So how do you put it in the financial advising world? I remember hearing a story of an advisor in Florida. And in, so in Florida, he, he deals with a lot of seniors and he has a lot of women clients. So at the end of every client meeting, this advisor would go and check the tires of, of his senior clients. It's the little things that make the difference. And he's like, um, he's like, I get so many clients from just being the tire checker than than going out and prospecting. So, think of ways you can add to your exemplary client service, and, and document it. Think about the things you n- want to know about your clients, and and I'm telling you, if you don't have kids, but if you know stuff about your clients' kids, it's going to go well above and beyond, you know, because most advisors aren't doing it. They're not calling on their birthdays maybe they're sending a birthday but they're not calling or everybody sends the christmas card but do you get a thanksgiving card or do you put a little note so i encourage you to think like an elite advisor and go above and beyond find ways to differentiate yourself Um, and it's not hard you just got to ask a few questions about your clients and create a list of all these things that What they need where did they go to school do they belong to any clubs do you know you know if they're a michigan ohio state fan well that was a big game this weekend you know you can comment on that and you can send them things about that secret number three is consistent action they are persistently consistent Uh, and again this goes into beating to having a process because it becomes so robotic, you just have to consistently do it day in and day out. And that process can change, but you go in and you do it all the time. And and the best example I can think of is when I was playing hockey, um, you never know when you're going to be noticed in sports. You have to be consistent and you have to go out there and play your best every day because you never know who's gonna be out there watching. I'll never forget that. And there were times when I was growing up where I didn't have my best game on some nights, and that was the night when, you know, a scout from one of the junior leagues was there. And so I'll remember, never forget it, just to always be consistent and strive to be your best game in, game out. And the top athletes are consistent. The top advisors are consistent. They take consistent action in everything in their business, in their prospecting, in their, the way they run their business, their client meetings, uh, it's consistent. Number four is they own their calendar and their time. Um, So I have a little goal template I can share at the end, but they really, top advisors mastered their time. They know what they're good at, they know what they're not good at, and they delegate everything they're not good at. They know what gives them energy and they know how to do the rest. There's one advisor who I met uh, with a large credit union firm in Canada. And he's like, early on, he was like, oh, he's like, you know, I can bring in the people, but I'm I'm not doing it. He's like, I said, I, I suck at customer service. Like, now that I've got all these people, I got to service them. He's like, I can't, I just can't do it all. And he, and he didn't have any interest in it. So he hired two or three CFPs, you know, he hired his first one and he's like, okay, I'll hire some CFPs and they can do the planning, more of the planning, and they can do some of the service work and get paid on it. And I'll just bring them all the leads all the time because that's what he was good at. So know your strengths, know what you're good at and and own that calendar at a time. So he knew that he had to spend all this time getting out and meeting people. Another thing when you're looking at it is, Plan your free time first. When are you going on vacation? So I, this year I bought, if you're familiar with Jesse Itzler, he's the founder of, oh, he owns the Atlanta Hawks. He has owned multiple businesses, but he's also the husband to Sarah Blakely who owned the Spanx. Um, And he created this big, big ass calendar club. And he's a fan of Build Your Life Resume. But, so I just ordered it this year, uh, yesterday and it's a big calendar it's i don't know even know i don't even have it yet but it's to plan the whole year in advance so the calendar i'm it's like three or four feet by three or four feet i've seen videos of it but on it i'm going to plan the year and top advisors do this they put in when they're going on vacation they put in when they're going to be doing their when they're going to the gym because if it's on the calendar it's going to get done You know, and they avoid distraction. What that does, it doesn't let other people run your life. You know, it doesn't distract you from when that call comes in and, oh, now I have to take it. No, you you don't. Call them back at your time. So own your time. Own it. And you do that. Top advisors do that by planning, putting first things first and planning it out in advance. So a perfect example is, you know, I know I bought the big calendar because I'm going to plan out certain events. I'm going to plan out my daddy daughter days with my kids. I'm going to plan out a vacation I want to do and a few other things I really want to get done. And top advisors do that. You know, they know when they're going on vacation. Maybe if they've won a trip, they have circled it, but they know when they're and they've put their kids things on there first so they really, you know, they don't get distracted or they're not always working. And then they have a rock star assistant who helps block that time for them. So own your calendar, own your time. And the the elite advisors do that. They plan their free time, they're avoiding distractions. When they're in their office, they're hitting it and they're they're hitting it hard, they're going. And they don't let others interrupt them. They avoid the distractions. So what are you going to do to own your calendar and own your time and how can you avoid it? You know, there are, and I'm talking about apps on your phone, too, that dings. If you're, like, out and you're doing some good planning work or you're in the middle of your call session, put your phone on airplane mode so that nothing interrupts you. Or there's an app called Freedom, freedom.to. You can do it, and it can block all sorts of things. Or even now, like, my phone has a focus mode, and you can use that. I don't like the focus mode because it still allows text messages, um, and I don't want to to do that. Okay, we're almost done. Uh, done uh, going to, come to you. Yeah. Number five is they've mastered soft skills. You know, listening, empathy, uh, storytelling. I firmly believe at the end of the day, when you meet with a client, they're not asking, oh, what the beta coefficient, or this is a great life insurance strategy. They're just saying, do I trust you? And so you have to come across trustworthy. And how do you do that? You listen more than you talk you show empathy, you use stories, you know. So, the you know, three stories you must have. You must have a who I am story. You must know who you are. You must have a teaching story, something that shows a lesson. And you must have a story that shows how you overcame an obstacle, you know, or someone who came on board like a case study. So get those three stories down. Just think of people who have done it. Three, think of your past clients. And tell the story of you. People, top advisors, they're empathetic. They they're authentic because they want their clients to know the real you know the real them, and they've mastered these listening and the, the soft skills of the business, which are not taught. You know, Don Conlending puts it: the soft skills, and you know, the, the storytelling is one of them. There's a great book called Storytelling for Financial Advisors pick it up and read it if you already have it read it again um, and it teaches you how to sell well, how to tell better stories um, and so master those practice it practice it more and ask good questions One of the last things that top advisors is they don't do it alone uh, they invest in themselves and their business so, you know, I know some top advisors that have like three or four staff with them or more, sometimes one, but they invested in staff before they know before they have to. And that could be coaching programs. You know, one of the top advisors in my region at, at IG, they were a member strategic coach for three years, which is a coaching program for, for entrepreneurs. Um, so mm-hmm. they, they invest in that, they attend events and constantly learn and grow. And they get outside eyes on their business because they know even their corporate people can't always see it so they hire outside eyes to do it um, and that could be investing in new technology that could be an investing in, in themselves to get better or getting the cfp or getting a another designation but i think we're all talking about staff and you know they're investing in maybe webinars or stuff to run the business more efficiently or to could get more leads but they don't do it alone they have a network of peers that they go that they can rely on whether that's in your corporation or accountability groups or you have a group of advisors you meet up with weekly or coaching programs but you can't do it alone we all know that this business can be hard and so top advisors don't do it alone they have a network of peers that they that they go to that they talk about and and they go to and they bounce ideas off of each other all right, so that was about it. That was about five secrets of it. Um, I promised I would keep it to about a half an hour. And I know there's a few people on. If you have any questions, just uh, hop off mute. Um, I am going to stop sharing the screen and, or post a question in the chat. Um, but I think there's, actually I'll share it for one more thing. What I want you to focus on is, is when you're doing that, when you're going out to building your business, you know, think about it. How can you be better? How can you get to know your clients more? And well, that's true. There we go. How can you become a top advisor if you're already there? There we go. What can you do differently? Um, because, there we go. What can you do differently? Because at the end of the day, we're all the same. We're to the client, a lot of us are the same. So you have to find a way to stand out and top elite advisors have stood out. They find a way to stay out. So, you know, if you put your email in there or if you send me a DM on it, because I don't have, I'll send you a couple things. It's gonna send you 50 customer service email templates, um, just 50 things that you can have a template for when you run into customer service issues um, or anything that comes up with it. Send you a template. I'll also send you a perfect week formula, a great friend of mine and mentor uh wrote a book called perfect week formula how to have your perfect week i'll send it to you and um and you're free to use it um plus you can get a replay of of another you know work less webinar i did last one so i'm going to send you those because i think if it's truly helpful if you found today valuable and and you think you know you're i'm willing to offer you a 10-minute call again you can just shoot, shoot me a message on linkedin just you know Clarity, I'll have a couple of questions. We can book a call and we can go through your business and get some greater clarity on it of where you are and where you wanna go. Um, yeah, Amy, just send me your, um, just send me your email, just find me on LinkedIn or send me a, a DM and I'll get you copies of, of those because um, I don't believe I have it. Or type it in the chat and I can get it, write it down quickly. You can book a quick call, and we'll give you those, and we can find out, okay, what's going on in your business. There's my contact info. You can also send me an email for those. Actually, that's probably Amy and I'll uh, Just send me a quick email to blake at blakelinklater.com, and uh, I'll just respond back with those those files for you. I hope this has been helpful. If you have any questions, just reach out. More than happy to answer it. Um, I know some people have hopped on later and so the beginning um, might've missed the first couple of slides in the beginning, but I hope this has been helpful. And as you go out there and building your business, good luck with it. I know markets have been down and it's causing a bit of fear. So get out there and reach to more people, but it's also a great time to build the business. You know, clients are looking you know, for business now. And and if an advisor hasn't been in contact with their clients, you can win the business if you've been keeping in contact with them. Hope that helps. Thank you again for attending. I'll send those, uh, you know, I'll send, there we go, this stuff out to you. You can also send an email to Blake at BlakeLinkleader.com. And um, yeah, I hope it helps. If you have any questions, let me know. Great to hear you all. And We'll talk to you later. Have a great week. You're welcome, Carmela. I'm going to find a way to end this.